Hello everyone and welcome back to Ladies in Defense. Gary Harris here. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the fear factor. Now one topic not spoken on the regular is fear. The main factor which holds us all back from achieving our goals, whatever they may be, is fear of failure, success, growth, love, you name it. We have fear of it. Now, personally, I believe that most of our fears are generally learned or programmed. And that's a whole topic in its show all of its own. Now, those seeking to harm or take advantage of you use fear as a weapon. Knowing a frightened or fearful target is less likely to resist. Now, the rapist uses the threat of physical violence or death to terrorize his victim into submission. The sexual harasser exploits one's fear of consequences like embarrassment, even threats of a lost job in order to control their victim. Now notice, I said their victim because in today's time, we don't know if that rapist or that harasser is male or female. Now it's at times like this, you may think to yourself, if I just learn enough about self-defense, I won't be afraid. But that type of thinking will only get you into trouble. No amount of self-defense training will stop you from being afraid during an assault, nor should it. You should have every reason to be afraid. You're facing a very real threat. Frankly, anyone who isn't afraid in an assault situation is naive about its risks. Now, what you need to remember is that courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to overcome it. And a certain amount of fear can actually help you in an assault situation. It starts your adrenaline pumping, it galvanizes you and mobilizes you to take action. It can fuel anger, a primitive rage that, rather than clouding your judgment, can be forcefully channeled against your attacker. Now this I call healthy fear. So what's unhealthy? Unhealthy fear has just the opposite effect. It overwhelms us. It paralyzes us. The deer in the headlights reaction is precisely what so many of us dread. The most common fear that many people express when discussing assault is that they will simply freeze. They will be too afraid to do anything at all. Now fear finds its way into our everyday lives as well. Who hasn't been afraid to ask the boss for a raise or dreaded a showdown with a friend or a loved one? You may be afraid of heights or airplane travel. The inability to get up in front of a group can cause some people promotions. You know, some people are afraid of public speaking. So fear doesn't begin and end with life-threatening situations. There's more than one way to freeze up. So, let's talk breathing. How to overcome your fears. Breathing is a key element in overcoming fear. Think about the last time you watched the Olympics on television, you know, before an athlete competed, a runner or a gymnast, what have you, name it, you saw each one of them take a moment to concentrate on their breathing. Now, athletes know that proper breathing is essential for top performance. Now, deep rhythmic breathing will help you stay calm, centered, and focused whenever you feel afraid. Whether you're in an assault situation or just asking for that raise, breathing is a semi-voluntary act 
we naturally inhale and exhale without having to think about it. But when frightened or taken by surprise, people often hyperventilate or forget to breathe. Deep breathing will actually help to calm you. That's why it's important to focus on your breathing to consciously control its rate and depth. Now, because involuntary breaths are very shallow, try this simple exercise. Inhale deeply, not only with your lungs, but with your diaphragm. Your belly should push out as you inhale. Now hold that breath for a moment, then exhale. Now continue to breathe like this for a couple of minutes. Focus all your attention on the depth and rhythm of each breath. As you do so, your heart rate your heart rate will begin to slow, your blood pressure will lower, and you'll begin to relax. Whenever you feel anxious, nervous, frightened, or uneasy, try to breathe in this fashion. You'll notice the difference immediately. Now, in an assault situation, you obviously won't have the two or three minutes it takes to do this exercise. You do have time, however, to take a breath and let go of any fear, anxiety, or self-doubt you may have. As you exhale, you have to push those obstacles out of the way, and you need to see them disappear. Now, next up is your visualization. Visualization is another key element in overcoming your fear. Again, let's go to athletes. Athletes use visualization all the time. The baseball pitcher visualizes himself delivering the ball across the home plate. The diver visualizes themselves executing the perfect dive. Use visualization when you're afraid. Visualize yourself standing up to that friend you plan to confront. See yourself hurting an attacker and fighting him off. Never, ever visualize yourself as a failure or a victim. Instead, see yourself as strong and capable. Now, from visualization, from seeing yourself, (laughs) to the execution. Now, execution simply means taking action. Once your breathing is under control, you visualize yourself handling the situation, go for it. Take that step off the diving board, open the door to your boss's office, fight back against your attacker. The first time you face your fear and take action, it's always the hardest. But the more times you do it, the easier it gets. Now have at it. Now, that's today's podcast. Derry's here. Derry Harris here. Kind of enjoyed this episode. Still need you ladies to come by the website, see the techniques, check out the self-defense program. It's there for you and it's free. That's all we have. See you next time.